I do have to look at like the facts, like why am I not right. selling that? And it's oftentimes because the reaction you're getting back from your customer is, wow, that's more than I thought. And so, yeah. um, all right, dude, we're back. We are back with a small shorty little episode here. How you doing, man? Shorty. Good. Shorty, drywall shorty episode. No, she's not on as a guest. She's Anybody listening? <laughs> oh man, another rocky start. This is my favorite. I like it. I yeah. like to get all awkward and weird when we're getting started, so I can then go right into saying, "Hey, everybody, welcome to the Make Trades Great Again podcast." <laughs> there we are. Get get the awkward out early. Yeah, yeah. We just got to get about. Yeah, we're all awkward here, uh, Andy. <laughs> we we talked recently about kind of looking forward, looking back, and we focused yeah. on you. Mickelson Plumbing yep. Heating um, for 2023 into 2024. And it's that time of year. No resolutions, yep. just looking back, looking forward, kind of recapping. Right. And I guess today is my turn. It's your turn. Okay. Let's, I, let, I mean, let's, let's hear it. I mean, I, I, I don't know. What was, what was 20? How did 23 turn out for you? Uh, not all roses. Not all roses. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, on the on the Ani plumbing side, well, mechanical hub, phenomenal, most right. biggest business we ever had. Uh, on awesome. the Ani plumbing heating side, though, believe it or not, I was down a little bit, and yeah, yeah. So I started looking into things and you know reporting and looking at everything. I was on QuickBooks on Housecal Pro, and I'm trying to figure out like why are my numbers down? Right, and I didn't do the same amount of jobs. But on the high end jobs, my prices, my my margins were better, and my and the cost of the jobs were higher. Right. Um. But on the lower end, the bulk of the jobs, that service category where I spend most of my year at for right. only plumbing, um the the average ticket price was down. Interesting. And it was down just you know, honestly, the average was like. In 2022, if I'm, I'm just gonna put a number on. It's not accurate, but the average right. is like 1,500. Sure. And then the average, in comparison, was down about 10. percent So right. 100, 150 to 200 bucks, depending on yeah. you know, and it's an average, so it's over yeah. many hundreds of invoices. And so when you when it's that way. When you're down, you know, at that ten percent mark or so, at the end of the year, you look and the numbers are significantly different. Yeah, and and when yeah. you're a one man show like me, it's easy to uh, to or it's easier to see just like exactly what was going on because I don't have right, I don't have invoices and and income coming in from multiple different trucks you know like one truck isn't going to be more effective than the other because it's just my truck that kind of thing um so yeah it look i'm not upset it i'm just not (laughs) i wish it wasn't true but under trying to understand this is is really the toughest part just trying to parse out like why were my average tickets lower was it the type of calls that were coming in or what did i fail on right the um you know, the suggestion of the upgrade and then closing the sale on that upgrade, that kind of thing. And I started to see more and more of the upgrade kind of, um, a really good example that 
we can easily talk about instead of tank replacement for water heater, the tankless as an upgrade. Right. And so less and less of those, uh, were not less and less. I was closing less of those than I was just a simple replacement. And I have a theory as why that is. I don't necessarily think it's as much on me, although I could do some things to improve my, my techniques and my presentation and probably increase my closing rate for that. But ultimately, the fact is I had lost more of those um, proposals on that high end, and I was selling yeah. in that middle. Given If I gave them yeah. a good, better, best. I was selling the better yeah. and not the best as much or as often as I was the year prior. And I'm going to – I have a theory as to why that is, but I don't know. It, it's a little <laughs> frustrating. You know, it's it's interesting to look at that stuff, and I'll 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 do that. I'll, and I'm I'm probably not a very responsible business owner on that <laughs> aspect because reports are one of those things that I look at and I go, huh, yeah, yeah, okay. There's there's some data there, and then I and there's then I'm that. like, I, I got I I don't have time to I don't have time to squirrel away in that. But but and that's where I say I'm not very responsible because I really should be. Paying very up attention. to speed on that. Yeah. And um, yeah, one of the, I think one of the challenges and you can probably attest to this is that, that between the two softwares that we use, the reports don't always jive. Um, and so it's like having two, uh, finely tuned thermostats or, th- or thermometers and they read, give you a different reading for the same thing that you're measuring and you go, well, which one's right? Well, and, yeah, uh, I think I know why, though. Maybe the simple yeah. explanation as to why they don't always match up or look the same is because my while our QuickBooks is connected to our HouseCal Pro, our HouseCal yeah. Pro is really only looking at uh, what we're inputting into it. In, exactly. Um, not I'm not job costing on my HouseCal Pro. Sure. I'm just not. I'm, I'm not really either. So. Uh, so that's taken care of on the other side, which I'm not seeing on the same report when I look at like what my average ticket right. price is and then what were my sales, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, although yeah. I know those are two very different things, but um, that's why I think we're just not inputting the same amount of information into them. Um, that's a whole discussion, though, like just the software and how to use it. But, yeah, so, I mean, looking back, I, look, I'm not – negative i don't love this like i said already i'm not excited i'm not like just okay with it um but i'm also i i I can't i'm not gonna dwell on it i i saw it coming uh in the fall when things were a lot slower the so two things why i think my um why i wasn't closing on the upgrades on the larger ticket items sure is um in 2022 to 20 end of 20 like end of 2022 we saw our annual price increases happen started to happen a little earlier last year, twenty twenty three. Okay, I think we ended twenty twenty two with what we were considering an all time high cost of all of our goods and materials. Right, in fact, you were paying higher labor costs than you had probably yeah. than you probably would have anticipated a couple of years prior. All this to do with um, you know as things get shorter and shorter, we're paying more and more. Now, right. COVID affected our material costs it, the, for a lot of different reasons. Demand was up, but also the delivery wasn't happening. So then now the 
cost was going up based off of deliverable. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Supply chain issues. We didn't have the supply chain issues like we did in 2022. We didn't see them in 2023. But we saw price right. increases a lot earlier in the year. At least I did on my end. I got the notifications just like you do and just like the people listening to us every year. Our suppliers, our salespeople, are, they start emailing, hey, there's a price increase coming on this, on this date, you know, a month from now. <laughs> right. Just heads up. I don't want you, you know, freaking out. Um, that's kind of the conversation that starts on. That was yeah. like week two of January. And usually we don't even start seeing those price increases till February, March, sometimes April. Uh, right. I started seeing them in January, just like everybody else did. Cause I didn't yeah. start paying more for water heaters in January and you didn't have to until April. You know what I mean? It was right, right on nationwide. Um, so my point is this, I think my higher ticket items that I wasn't selling the up, you know, the upsell to that I was losing out on, um, yeah. was more attributed in my opinion to the fact that even the middle of the road was higher. Everything was yeah, higher. Everything. And so yeah. now when I look at a water heater replacement, I, you'd think by now, you'd think that after 20 years of doing this on my own, this is my 20th year of, right. uh, it says right. So on, it says, says so right on my coffee cup, 2004 right says it right there. So it must be real. Um, yeah. In 20 years, I would have never thought a water heater replacement would cost more than $3,000. Yeah. It's absolutely, incredibly, uh, blows my mind still yeah. to this day. And I write out the quotes all the time. And I'm like, this has got to be wrong. I mean, my cost, our costs, we share the same pricing. Sure. On a 50-gallon power vent, like, are you kidding me? I'm buying them it's for more than insane. I used to install them for. Yeah. The last couple times I've priced out the power vent, <laughs> they're more expensive than a tankless. It's well, Yeah, they are. By $400. <laughs> it's absolutely <laughs> incredible. And so... <laughs> And so that's where I'm I'm not trying to like use it as an excuse like oh I didn't sales yeah. were down. I'm looking at this and this is what I'm coming up with. Now, yeah. could an expert come in and look at what I'm doing in my business day to day and make improvements? Yeah. 100%. Yes. Yes. Right. Uh and am I not implementing some things that I said it, other people should be doing? Yeah, of course. I'm falling short in all kinds of areas, yeah. there's no doubt. Except I, I I do have to look at like the facts, like why am I not right. selling that? And it's oftentimes because the reaction you're getting back from your customer is, wow, that's more than I thought. And so a yeah. um, couple things. So looking forward. So I'm not, I'm not going to dwell on the yeah. past. That's just my explanation right. of it. Yeah. Um, the overall expenses were higher uh, in yep. the business, just all year long. We, we didn't even yep. really start to see any, opportunity for any kind of like day-to-day expense savings until we started seeing like price of oil started dropping. So now like fuel yeah. costs are down a little bit. It's significant. It really is. It adds up right. for sure. Especially when you, like you have, um, was it four vehicles on the road daily yeah. for the plumbing business? Yeah. Uh, I'm imagining that I could just take my costs and multiply by probably three and a half to four. And that's what you're paying. Pretty close. And, yep. uh, and so even when I was seeing savings of 10, 15% fuel costs, that it adds up. It's nice. Um, yeah. but people's costs are, were with inflation, were killing 
it, it took a little while for it to really yeah. catch up. And I yeah. think it affected my customer, like the type of customer I'm dealing with on a regular basis with those lower ticket items, just those reactionary service call kind of jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, people didn't have the same amount of money that they had the year prior. They just didn't. Everything yeah. was more. Well, it was killing them every, in every aspect. Yeah, and and I think <clears throat> I think part of what we're seeing there too, you know, like you say, you see the inflationary side of it, um, you see the interest rate side of it, um, where previously with a really low interest rate, <clears throat> it was easy for easier for a customer to go get financing for something, and have that financing come back at oh well we're going to pay ten percent or we're going to pay twelve percent for. Um, interest on this, you know, this home equity line of credit or whatever. Yeah. And, and go, okay, you know, we can do that for 18 months and we'll pay off the furnace install over the next 18 months and it'll be fine. And when they went to go get that same style of home equity line of credit and it was 24 or yeah. 26% APY. Now go, we're pumping the brakes. Holy cow. Yep. Now what, it's pumped the brakes. We're, we're not yeah. sure we're going to do this. Yeah, and I think that's that's a that's been a uh, I've seen it. Um, I've had a handful of people ask me, and we've never traditionally offered financing. And I've looked into it a couple of times, and I and I keep going back to the same thing that you know, like all of the almost all of the financing programs that I've looked at had this really absorbently high rate. And I get it, you know, it's an unsecured loan. There's some everybody's got to make money in the whole deal, yeah. but. It comes down to that point where I think a, a lot of them were charging me five to six percent of the of the financed amount as the contractor, and I'm like, well, wait a minute, I'm getting charged six percent, and they're you're charging the homeowner twenty four percent. Yeah, this, well, it's uh, funny you bring this up. The financing too, uh, it could be yeah, absolutely, it's directly related to that how jobs were closing or not. Uh, yeah. So looking forward. On my 2024, I've already started. Um, I believe I've I've figured out what I'm going to use. I'm going to use the financing that's directly attached and already embedded in our program that you know house call that we're using. Yeah. Um, I've been you know approved as the you know to offer it and all that kind of stuff, um, sure. which I don't think is hard. You basically just have no. to tell them I'm going to offer this to my customers, as I understand it, and I could be off on this a little bit. I'm not going to get into specific numbers, but as I understand it, basically my cost, uh, the cost to us offering it as a contractor is is more or less in line with the cost of offering or taking a credit card. Right. Uh, There is risk, I see. Yeah, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. And the reason why is because I want to do more of those. I, I, I did recently over the last, let's say, three to four months encounter more than I think three or four times I've had jobs not sell. Yep. And I asked one, every one of them, why, why is it? And they're like, well, it's more money than we thought we can't afford it. Oh, we're going to have to do something yep. else. And I, you know, oftentimes I, I pry a little bit, like, is there anything else that I can be a part of to help you get this done? And sometimes people right. just don't have the money. Okay. Um, if I can, at least offer an avenue that keeps them talking to me and considering me to do the job. I'm, I need to do that. It, it, it seems so right. basic because I know some people listening and be like, well, you don't offer financing. You're an idiot. You know, I mean, maybe yep. that, not an idiot, but you know what I mean? Uh, I'm going to do it. 
I'm going to try it. I'm hopeful that it will at least keep me in the conversation on those jobs where people are just, they're, they're stuck because they can't, they're not comfortable pulling the money together in other avenues. Like you said, going to the bank and getting a equity line of credit can, it's really, maybe it's just a little more familiar than what we're going to offer them, but it's basically the same thing in a, in a sense. Uh, yep. but because it's their bank or something like that, maybe it'll be more comfortable. And I, you know, look, that's, that's still always on the that's table. still an offer. Yeah. I just yeah, want to still options. Right. I just don't want to stand in front of the customer that I'm telling with, uh, total regard of their, you know, situation. You need a new heating system. You just do like, I don't right. get to that point until it's at that point. I don't, I will fix, as you know, <laughs> I will fix things. Right. Uh, I yeah. won't replace simply because I'm going to make more money or anything like that. Uh, but it's those jobs I think where that I lost a few of this year. Right. And had I had offered financing, it might have made a difference. I did have a couple people ask about it, and I just said no, I don't offer it. And yeah, that's the way it goes. So um, that's my 2024 outlook. I'm going to do that. Uh, Look, there's rumblings of Ani Plumbing expanding, having an employee come on. It's not, you know, (laughs) it's 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 not unlike it's not. It's uh, yeah, yeah. It's not it's not a closed door, but there's a possibility. Right, right. We'll see. It it just uh, with having the other business that we're running, like with the travel and things like that. I, 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 that's what probably makes me the most nervous to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep. I could, un- I could totally understand that. And I, and I don't feel like. Yeah. So there you go. From my perspective, I, I, I don't feel like you're wrong at, at having those, that, uh, feeling or that, um, I guess hesitation for it because ultimately that's, those are things that you got to look at. I mean, you're, you're going to be responsible for somebody getting a weekly paycheck. Yeah. And yeah. If you can't be there to do it, uh, you know, to make sure that they have things to do, then that's, that makes it really difficult. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, there's some things underway on how we're doing things day to day that might be able to yeah. change how managing from afar, uh, and still sure. bringing in more work might be doable. Yep. We'll see. Um, yeah. So there you go, dude. All right. Well, that's I'm it. ready to bring it on. I'm ready to bring let's, on 2024. Let's go. All right. Let's go. I got to go. <laughs> I got diarrhea. Got diarrhea already? 